Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of 10,000 Adventures. It's the first week of spring. We're down here in in the lab cooking up another episode. We got a couple of labs ripping around at our feet here. Max, it's been a week since we got together. How have you been, buddy? Hey, it's been good. It's been really good. I'm happy to be here cooking with you. I feel welcome as well. Um, (laughs) Yeah, um, actually... Um, highlight of last week, going out skiing with you at Afton Alps. I was, uh, I was solid. Yeah, that was fun. Um, probably the last weekend that they should be open there. I kind of thought they would have more snow because of how much snow I still have around my house, but the runs were really icy and you could tell they were trying to make a little bit of snow to keep it going, but hopefully, hopefully they're not open much longer because it was, it was kind of tough out there. Hey, they may, they need to make a dime. Uh, let them let them go. But I agree. It was a little icy out there. Not that I have a lot to compare to, but you could definitely see the ice patches and um, makes sense with some of this uh, slightly warmer weather we've been getting. But had a good time. Got a good uh, got a good ski session in, and um, I think that was only my second time of the season. So I think that's about my quota for the last five years and, uh, we hit it. So that was, uh, I think that was my highlight. I, I, I'm glad, uh, glad we got that done. Not, uh, not anything like your, uh, your excursions out to Oregon and Colorado though. Yeah. Well, I don't have to miss a flight to go to Afton Alps. I can just drive a half hour. So I'll, I'll take that any day of the week. Let me tell you about my low light. Okay. Go ahead. Went to the wild game on Saturday. <laughs> okay. We got smoked by the Boston Bruins. The, it's I've been to three games this year. We've gotten smoked every time I've stepped foot in the XL. And, like, I'm putting in these big, not big, but I'm putting, like, some bets in online, thinking, like, all right, we're going to get rocking and rolling because they're actually pretty good this year. Yeah. Just getting rocked every time I show up at the X. It's basically to the point where the where the wild need to put me on payroll and pay me to not come to the games. Yeah. And then they're going to then they're going to play a lot better without me there, but went to the wild game on Saturday. We lost 5 to 2. I think that sounds right. And we yeah, were just right. like we were it's basically out of it from the jump. Actually, we scored the first goal. And then we scored a second goal yeah, and it got, it got waved up. Yep, it got waved off because of offsides. And then it was kind of downhill from there. We scored a th- second slash third goal, and that also got waved off for offsides. And so it was a it was a tough game, kind of from the jump. Boston's good. We'll give credit where credit's due, and we're missing like our best guys. But still, it was a it was a tough game. So that was kind of my low light. But after that, we went out to Tom Reed's Hockey City Pub. Ran, yes, into, ran into Tom Reed. I know that's part of your stomping grounds when you're running around St. Paul. Yes, sir. There was a lot of people there kind of trying to like half celebrate St. Patrick's Day. I think there was quite a few people who thought the Lucky Palooza celebration that was last weekend in St. Paul was actually this weekend. Because I was just <laughs> I was just watching all these people come in. How in, do you? What, okay. Yeah, in St. Patrick's sorry. Day here. No, I just, it was kind of funny because they would like come in in like groups, like really ready to party <laughs> and look around. And it was kind of like chill. People just chilling Got in their, their booths. festival outfits on. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, as you know, I went for actual St. Patty's Day on Friday. I, I don't know that I've actually been there in that area, um, West 7th for St. Patty's Day. Pretty crazy. Uh, spent the majority of the afternoon at McGovern's, which was, uh, what do the kids say? Dick to butt packed? Nuts to butt. <laughs> Dick to butt. Come on, man. Kid I show. Don't know. It's kid show. <laughs> Anyways, packed. I mean, it's like a, a 10 minute adventure, like just to like walk 30 feet over to the bar, get in what you might call a line and you know buy one drink and then make your way back to your table without spilling half of it so that was the downside of it but i mean 
once I got a couple in me, I had a, I had a blast. There was, you know, March Madness going on. You got tons of people wearing outfits. That's so just fun to people watch. We got music. We got a little tent with a DJ. So we had a good time. Now, I was thinking about this. So they had the white tent set up outside of McGovern's. Yeah. Um, do they have security, like, watching people go in and out of the tent area? I mean, yes. This is my thought. This I is got my thought. patted down, actually, probably oh, okay. more thoroughly than I've ever been patted down in my life to get into that, that tent. He got up in your crotch nice and deep like? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so this would probably be a no-go, but I was thinking... Because I have a friend that lives in those apartments right above Food Truck Authority or whatever it's the called. The truck park? The truck park, yeah. yeah. So I was thinking, like, what if you went up to his apartment, just mixed, like, a big Yeti mixed drink, came down and went into the tent area outside, and we're just chilling, sipping on, like, a mixie that you made yeah, yourself? Yeah, not going to happen. That's not going to fly? No, yeah. they, had, they had it uh, built up around it with fence and... Honestly, the line to get in, and I went there at like 2, 2 p.m., was, I mean, it was 15 minutes to wait in line to just get in. Okay, so that wasn't going to fly. I'm not as slick as I think I am. Uh, No, no. Okay, how about this? You go there before they set the tent up. You take a bottle of booze. You bury it in the snow, (laughs) okay, outside by where they put the porta-potties behind the tent. Then week of... You go get your bottle of booze and you just kind of fill it, pour a couple shots in your cup or just take a quick pull and b- rebury it. Sure. I've heard of people doing that at like WeFest. Bury, <laughs> bury, bury like a bottle of something in the general admission pit. Yeah, that's And then good. dig it up. And no one, I mean, that's a way bigger scale. But I mean, they had pretty tight security. I mean, not that I was like watching it, but like they had guys standing up on the stage like while the DJ was playing, just kind of overseeing the crowd and, you know, just regular security. So yeah, I think a big Yeti is going to probably stick out. Uh, quick, quick side story. When I was in college, uh, we were going to the bars one night. I was visiting a friend. So I was in Wisconsin Stout. Of course, it's this isn't Stout. We're walking to the bars and the bars from where the houses are, depending on the bar you're going to, it's like a good 10 to 15 minute walk. We get to the halfway to the bar that we're going to. It's the middle of winter. My friend pulls me aside that goes to school there. He's like, hey, come over here quick. We go along this fence line of this house. He starts counting the fence posts in. One, two, three, four. Pulls away the snow. He's got a bottle of Windsor buried in the snow halfway to the bar. So you can kind of re-up on your walk. We pull it out. Two poles each, he reburies it, and then we continue our way to the bar. That guy knows that guy's got a plan. I love it. Yeah, he's been drinking it. I love that it's Windsor too. (laughs) (laughs) Our classic college liquor, right? Yeah. Well, that plastic bottle a little bit more durable in that snowbank. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice and cold too was real tough going down. (laughs) I don't remember it going down to be honest. I was probably already pretty lit, but probably. Yeah. That's a good bit. Uh, what else did I do this week? I'm trying to think of anything noteworthy. Um, I oh, you were thinking dude. about doing your little your plunge. Did you do that? I did not. Oh, okay. I got to tell you a quick side story, though. Sure. About yesterday. Okay. Okay. I'm work- this was on Monday. I'm at work. Somebody sends me an IM at work. Hey, do you want to be on a golf reality show with me? Oh, yeah. Like reality TV show. <laughs> I go, LOL, of course, not thinking anything of it. The next IM I get is, okay, we have an audition for Tuesday at 8 p.m. at this indoor golf range. He's serious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So last night, I auditioned to be on a golf reality show. So we'll see how that goes dating show no it's not like survivor where like you get voted off each week or something it's a local thing here in minnesota i think it's just on youtube but basically you each week they go with different guests and you just play a round of golf with the host and the producers and they have like little events and contests set up throughout the course that you play 
Nice. So it's pretty chill, but I can't wait to watch that. Yeah, yeah. It was at Mulligan's Indoor Golf, which Never is heard of it. yeah, it's just a place where they have like bays set up and they have a bar in there, and you can just rent simulators. That's where the audition was, and we had to do longest drive. All of my drives were out of bones, <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't get one that registered. Nice. But the guy I was with, my partner, he got the longest drive out of the whole group. How big a group? There's probably like 50-ish people there. They had really? two sessions of 25 Good each. Good for him. Yeah. He was the only one over 300 on the simulator. Wow. And he's a skinny dude. Yeah. Can throw those hips, though. Good for him. Then so, I, what kind of, did, did you kind of get a sense for what they're looking for out of these groups? Or these yeah, auditioners? I mean, I think what they were looking for is just that you can hit the ball and be competent, sure. which I wasn't really but i did i mean i, I actually did okay then i they did a they we did like a q a where like you sit there on camera and they just like fire sale questions at you and you kind of just answer them so i think they're looking for personality and then some i'm sure they're looking for diversity um for different groups so there sure. was like couples in there father son a lot of just like regular guys uh, the only thing i had going for me was i was the only lefty out of 50 people I was oh. the only lefty that was, so I had to like go get clubs from different areas to hit on the little things and they had to like move stuff around when I would go to hit. So I don't know if that helped me or hurt me, but if they're looking for some diversity, I was the <laughs> only lefty. It's not what I think of when I think of diversity, but hey, I mean, if I'm you trying. can throw in a lefty on your show, I mean, hey, why not? Thank you. So yeah, I did that. Um, I might be famous. For being t- the worst person that's ever been on a golf show, hey, but we'll they'll put see. you on the golf channel. They'll have like little vid- videos of me next to Charles Barkley comparing <laughs> <laughs> our swings or whatever. Oh boy! So well, more to- good luck on that. When do they uh, come out with their uh, selections or whatever? I, th- I think he said in the next week we'll get an email of kind of how it went, and then there'll be a n- once it's nicer out in a couple more weeks, there'll be a second round of auditions. Oh, all right, somewhere outside more. Like and on then a they're range not gonna, or something. What's that? Like on a range or something? Yeah, sure. I don't really know. And then they're not going to start filming till like end of April, first part of May, or I guess whenever the courses are open and good enough to do it. So, gotcha. We shall see more to come on that. Knock on wood. Well, speaking of spring in Minnesota, I have a love-hate relationship. I think you kind of do, too. What's your favorite spring activity or favorite thing about spring in Minnesota that you can think of? Um, It's kind of a, a more duller time of year for me, I think maybe for a lot of people, but... The first thing that came to my mind is I just, like, start looking forward to what could be, um, you know, once everything melts. So um, I like just seeing kind of the the subtleties of of that. Like, ooh, we got some birds coming back here from migration. We got – we can see some green or some grass. Um, Actually, with that, that might be a partial downturn or downside to – um to spring i when i was driving here it's just kind of nasty to see like the the stuff that's under that's been under the snow all winter like the trash and like the dirt and the black snow and um not uh i'm not like loving that but i know (laughs) it's gonna it's gonna result in something nice here in the next couple months but that's my big thing it's just kind of like Starting to get longer days, more sun, a little warmer, but I'm not, like, hooting and hollering about spring. Yeah, I wrote that down, too, as a like. I labeled it hope slash anticipation. Okay. Like, not so much right now, but a couple of days this week where we go outside in the middle of the day and it's, like, 40. Yeah. Or early 40s. It, it feels a little bit like, okay, I see you. I feel you. We're finally starting to thaw out. Things mm-hmm. are turning around a little bit. Reminds you of things that are to come. Right. Maybe not quite yet. And it also reminds me of people outside doing spring activities 
where you see them and you're like, eh, I don't know if it's quite that nice out yet. Yeah. So, for example, I saw <laughs> driving down the road in front of my house, this guy ripping on his motorcycle Hell with yeah. uh, <laughs> one of the little sidecars. And he had like his kid or his wife or somebody in the sidecar. Sure. And they're just ripping around on the motorcycle. I was like, eh. I don't know if it's quite that nice out yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or I saw some people like playing some pickup basketball outside, but they're in like full winter gear and like wearing sure. gloves. <laughs> Good for them. Good for them. So I'm kind of like, well, it's not quite there yet. Yeah. But we're close and I love it. Um, another thing that I wrote down, well, two things that are coming very, very close. Can you believe... In seven days is the Twins opener. What? <laughs> it's no. we're on the road. We're on the road for the first series, but the Twins opener is in a week. My lord! I <laughs> no. I um. I guess April is pretty close. So usually April's opening yep. day, but no, I didn't even think of that. It's crazy to think of April sixth. So two weeks from I think tomorrow is our home opener already. <laughs> it's crazy that it feels like we haven't entered spring at all, even though technically it's here, No, that yeah. the Twins are already going to be playing. Have you ever gone to a home opener? Uh, I don't, not that I can remember. So I'm 0 for 3 on home openers, not <laughs> losing like the Wild. I'm 0 for 3 in the sense... I've tried to go to the game and it was postponed due to weather. Oh, yeah. When I was, I think in, that happened last year, didn't it? Yep. Wait, wasn't last year because of like a lockout or something? No. Maybe that doesn't sound right though. There was something going on though last Either year. Either last year weather. or the year before, there was like there was a possibility the season one was going to be like condensed due to COVID collective bargaining agreements. Or was something. it COVID? No. Oh. Anyways, okay, so you got you got weather delays over yes. three. Yeah, and when I was twice, well, twice in college, if I was coming from St. Cloud, I was part of like some club. It was like the American Marketing Association or something. And part of this club is we were gonna take a party bus to the Twins' home opener, go to the game, and then take the bus back to St. Cloud. That sounds awesome. It would have been, yeah. but back-to-back years, it was canceled the day we were going to go to the game yeah. due to weather. Yeah, maybe that's something I'm not looking forward to is, like, are we going to start getting some thunderstorms and rain? And I don't know. I guess I'm not a, I'm not a meteorologist. Is that more of a, a summer thing? <laughs> rain? No, like, early spring rain is the worst. When it's no, like, I'm talking, like, sto- well, yeah, rain, but oh, storms, storms and stuff. Know. I think they really kick up in, like, May. Okay. I don't know. There's a Netflix show about tornadoes. Sure. And how they're getting worse. Can't wait for those. The last, like, 30 years. But I think those are more May is when those kick up. Yeah. I'm sure there's, like, a tornado season, but whatever. So I put for my biggest dislike for spring in Minnesota, kind of all of them are around weather, but the first one is the weather being a tease. Where, like, you get a couple of days and it's really nice out and it's sunny and you're like, all right, hell yeah, let's go. Go for a run with your shirt off. No, I'm just kidding. Turps off, baby. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. But So you get a couple of days where it's like 50 and you're like, all right, it's time. Let me fire up the grill and put on my bathing suit. Summer's here. I was just checking forecasts for the next, I think this is 10 days. Yeah. Yeah, we... We don't hit a high of over 43, unfortunately. So no, no, uh, at least apparent teasing happening here soon. <laughs> well, the last thought of that is like you get a couple of nice days. Yeah. And then the next week it snows. Right. And it's I, just I don't like, see any forecast on, for that. Going thankfully. Backwards. thankfully, I don't see any snow, but yeah, I know what you mean. Like we could have very realistically had like a 60 degree day and wet, like in March, just random day of 60 degrees. And yeah. Blizzard conditions a couple days later. Couple other things that I put that I love about spring and a couple of my friends are a little bit more into it than me. Garage sales. 
You ever, really? You ever do any garage sale? And springtime's like the number one time for garage sales. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you know, I do kind of look forward to like everyone doing their spring cleaning, which probably is why people are doing garage sales. But yep. I've found some decent deals on like Facebook Marketplace in the springtime. You know, people just trying to get rid of rid of just crap. But another man, one man's junk is another right, man's, but tre- like, they're man's like, treasure. They're not willing to sit on it for a while because they just want it gone. So you got all the leverage you need as that buyer. I love it. You ever been to a garage sale where they have a big sign in the yard and it's... (laughs) (laughs) No. It says, he cheated, everything must go. (laughs) And she's selling all this hunting and fishing gear and all the power tools are all labeled $1. We got to find that one. Bro, you you find those, you go (laughs) flying in there and you just throw everything in your truck and get the heck out of Dodge. (laughs) That's going to be us one day. Probably. Buying the stuff or getting <laughs> sold? No. Uh, I have to buy my stuff back. <laughs> there was a couple of those I've seen like online, and I actually saw one of those signs when I was in college in St. Cloud. Nice. But yeah, garage sale in spring in Minnesota, people go crazy for it. Have you ever heard of the 100-mile garage sale? No. My roommate does it. It starts down, oh gosh, by like maybe Rochester. Or man, maybe it's, it's it's like Rochester, even maybe way down by like Winona. And I think it's basically you drive up 35. So 35 or 169. I think it's one, I think it's 35. You drive up 35 and it's just a hundred mile garage sale. And it's some weekend here coming up in May. Sure. And everybody's got their signs and like, that's when you have your garage sale and everybody will drive up and down the hundred miles that goes garage sailing. Oh, all right. 100 mile garage sale. I just, the the problem for me with that kind of stuff is I feel like I have to sift through so much garbage to find, like, maybe the one hidden gem in that garage sale. But, like, some people absolutely love, like, treasure hunting, like, in that aspect. But I, I can't do it. I can't. I, I can do it online, but not in person in somebody's nasty garage or, or or whatever they're using for their garage sale this says the 100 mile garage sale extends from winona north to red wing on the minnesota side of the river and fountain city north to prescott on the wisconsin side of the river oh okay may 6th through 9th this year put it on the calendar yeah no I mean, my one not remain. me but my you one, and the listeners. I'd maybe go. My one roommate, he's one of those guys that can like rummage through stuff and he just kind of knows what's worth money and what's not. So he'll go and like try to find some steals that he can resell on Facebook Marketplace or eBay or whatever. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Okay, mm. next thing I wrote down. Okay, what do you got? It's in May, so we still got another month. Fishing opener. Right. I mean, that's a yeah, month and a half away. But I feel like that's a pretty big spring activity that people really look forward to around the state, no? Yeah, I I see the amount of people and like that get fired up about it. It it's it's weird for me, like oh like feels for me like fishing's year round. Like it never stops. So like when someone's like, Oh, it's opener, I'm like Don't tell the DNR that. Jeez, buddy. Well I mean you can go fishing right now. I know. And we're talking about opener. So it's like kind of odd and there's not really an off season per se because you can target different things. Sure. Any time of the year. So if my like maybe my dad or like my family had like made a tradition of it, which I think a lot of families have, like they do this on fishing opener, maybe I'd be like more excited about it. But for me, it's like, what are we talking about? It's opening like it's been going forever. It's continuous. Well, but maybe, man. maybe, uh, maybe I shouldn't be talking like that to the do nothing right committee. Yeah. Jeez, buddy. I don't know why you're being a Debbie Downer about fishing opener. I'm not. I'm just being, <laughs> just being honest. All right. We wouldn't want it any other way. Wait, I guess you're right. Do nothing right. The oh, yeah. DNR, the yeah, do nothing the right. Com- yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got you. Well, if they're listening, they're not going to be on you like freaking white on rice out here. <laughs> Season never closes for me. I'll fish for whatever I want any time of year. Yeah. <laughs> 
catch and release. Um, no, I do know you're right. I think if you had tra- a tradition set up of this is what I do on opener, this is what my family does on opener. Yeah, I can see being more into it. I'm happy for him. Yeah, I know. I'm planning a trip. We're going to Malax. Okay, for opener, probably try to get on some walleyes. So, Good but luck. I and I, I am excited. I'm sorry that you're not. i will be in the boundary waters so i'm excited about that and we'll be catching lake trout so there you go that's kind of like my fishing opener coincidentally that's uh when we're doing the trip so okay boundary waters is another spring activity kind of more late spring for me just the sleeping outside spring can be so hit or miss it can be 25 degrees. If you're in the boundary waters, it can be in the 20s when you're sleeping yeah, at night. It could be snowing. I mean, it, it. last year we did this same, I guess I didn't even realize it, but fishing opener weekend trip and like you're questioning whether the ice is going to be out. Yeah. And and it, like, it's kind of weird. Like once, once something kind of starts jostling around out there. The ice is like out within hours if you got a good wind. So that kind of happened like the day before our trip last year. Whereas if it hadn't, like we can't get anywhere because we're we travel via water for the most part. And so it could be like that again this year, depending on weather. Weren't we at a bachelor party together last year over fishing opener? Or am I mistaken? Um that was in that same time period, yes. I want to say it was the weekend before or after. I'm not sure. It was very close to fishing open, though. You are correct. I think it was the the weekend after. Okay. Because I think some people, had, maybe even you, maybe came. like They were in the Boundary Waters, went home for one day, and then came yeah. up. Yeah. I, I It could be very well the case that it was like right around that same time. But, yeah. I mean, it's a great time of year for that type of stuff. Like, you haven't been on open water for however long the winter is. Mm -hmm. Months and months and months. So, it's fun to do that. And, I mean, we're not swimming, but um, fishing opener for sure. Yeah. Um, Isn't it weird that fishing opener is, like, always right around Mother's Day and sometimes overlaps (laughs) it? Doesn't that seem like... yeah. That shouldn't add up? It shouldn't, no. I mean, the, the mothers deserve better. I don't know exactly the dates. I should. I kind of live my day one day at a time, so I'm never really looking this far too far this far forward, but I know Mother's Day is in May and fishing openers in May, so yeah. But were you trying make times to, for your mothers. Were you trying to quote Vin Diesel and Fast and Furious there? <laughs> <laughs> I, li- I live my life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I kind of do. I kind of do. I relate to that quote. Okay, good I didn't deal. Even, I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah. Wow, what else? What else do you have for spring activities that you like or things that get you excited about spring? Yeah, I mean, one of the things that I, I've i liked to do, at least in recent years, is like go out and walk around in a park, just kind of enjoy the, the outdoors and the last few experiences that I've done that have been kind of bad because like you got these trails that are, you know, some of them are really good and then some are like still shaded and have ice and, and there's, there's water and and there's mud. And so like, although it's fun to get out and like maybe hit up a state park last year, I think we did Willow river in Wisconsin, Mm -hmm. Yep, but like it was actually pretty dicey on, a good chunk of the the trails where like people were on all fours like uh, because if yeah. you weren't you would just fall and slide and get soaked and maybe worse like hurt yourself so it was kind of like what are we doing here but it was also like oh this is kind of fun like it's an adventure sure. you know hence this podcast yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing i wrote for what i hate about spring is that Everything's wet and everything's muddy yeah. all the time. Yeah. You, you know, you can't wear like your nice shoes. You basically got to wear your muck boots 24-7. Once the snow really starts melting and you're starting to get that runoff, it's just constantly wet and puddles. 
And right now, I don't know why this year, potholes just everywhere. That's a good one. That is a good one. Has it seemed like... I mean, a good one is in like, that's a nasty part about spring, the potholes. Does it seem like this year there's way more potholes than normal? I mean, recency bias, I'd say. I mean... Dude, on that one way by work, um, in by uptown, if you come from three ninety four, it's like Baghdad in two thousand five <laughs> on that road, dude. It's insane. I know. I kind of wonder, like, what's the? I don't really wonder, but I do a little bit. Like, what's the reasoning behind that? Like, how do all these pits form under the snow during the winter? But I, I they're was... there and they're nasty. We'll have to have somebody on from <laughs> from MinDot to kind of give us the rundown yeah, let's on get in. why the roads are so terrible. I think they passed. Let's get, a uh, let's get Carl Gerbschmidt. I think he works for uh, I think he works for Wisconsin's uh, Department of Transportation. God, <laughs> um, I think they passed a law in Hennepin County this year where they're not allowed to use salt on the roads. Have you heard that? Yeah, they're not allowed to use salt on the roads. Mm. So maybe they used a bunch more sand. This year, and that right. sand, that grit, and that wear and tear on the tar. Sure, maybe that's my that's my only theory that I've come up with. But yeah, everything being wet and everything being muddy, like mm-hmm. you take your dog for a walk and they're covered in mud, immediately have to give them a bath, and then the potholes that pop up. Yeah. in early spring. The other thing that about early spring that gets me is maybe this is just me being lazy but i feel like most people in minnesota do this when there's snow and your dog goes poop in the yard you just leave it (laughs) yeah and then once the once spring hits you gotta go out and spend a half a day just cleaning up the hundred piles of poop that have accumulated throughout the the course of the winter yeah so i don't know if that's a good or a bad thing maybe it's me being lazy but that's another (laughs) thing that reminds me of springtime I mean, this is our second spring with these puppies, no longer puppies, but something I learned last year is like a lot of that, a lot of that shit just is like no longer like solid by the time spring comes and like it's, you can't pick it up. It's, it's fertilizer at that point. So especially if it's, like later on in the spring when there's no snow to hold it above the mm-hmm. the, the, the water that it's going to end up maybe kind of spending a couple days in and just turning to 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 soup so um yeah looking forward to that <laughs> <laughs> i know kind of pushing that off maybe i'll get maybe i'll find a neighbor kid and pay him how much what do you think's <laughs> fair 20 bucks yeah they'll probably need more than that with inflation they'll need like 50 bucks <laughs> Uh, all right, what else? Last thing I wrote down here for spring. This isn't just necessarily spring, but spring's a good time to do one. Have you ever done a brewery tour around the state or around the city? Yeah, I've done... I feel like I've done a lot. Um, Booze I mean, they're, they're... Like, once you've done a handful, they're all the same thing. So it's more fun, like, if you got, like, a personality that's kind of, you know, giving you the tour or um, the, tu- the the brewery itself has something, like, really unique, which some of the smaller, like, startup ones don't really have that. So you're just kind of there tasting, more or less, you know. It's not, like, that appealing to stare at the, the equipment they use to brew yeah. beer. Okay, so you've done a brewery tour where it's, like, you're in the brewery. And then they give the tour of their process and all of the tanks and the fermenting and all of that stuff. Exactly, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> what I meant by a brewery tour, it was like a beer crawl or a pub crawl oh. where you go from brewery to brewery and you hit a certain amount of breweries around a different little sure. track, okay. either on a pedal pub or on a bus. Have you ever done one of those? Um. Not an official one. I'm sure there's like organized ones. Um, but I mean, there's been days where I've probably hit up three, four different breweries yeah. just because, like last year, we had that like pub pass or whatever it's called yep. where it's mostly breweries where you can get a free drink. Yeah. There's a, there's an app called Brew Trails and you can go on there and like 
it has all the breweries in your area or wherever you're going and you can kind of map out and make your own little tour if you don't want to do an official one yeah i saw some of the official ones online they actually look pretty fun either do they do like a party bus that brings you from brewery to brewery or you can do when it's really nice out you do one of the pedal pubs so you can go to like northeast and that warehouse district and yeah. just pedal to a handful of breweries. Yeah. So I think one of those would be pretty fun to That's, do. I mean, the pedal pub probably good one for spring. You know, just something outdoors ish. Yeah, when it's finally consistently above forty degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Anything else you got? Anything fun coming up this weekend that you got going on? Um. No. Unfortunately, got to work. But um, hopefully, try and figure out some other. Less time-consuming things that I can fit in, like on either Saturday night or or Sunday. How about you? Dude, really not a lot of crazy plans, and I kind of love it. Um, One of my friends and I, we do a thing where we try a new restaurant around the cities every week. We're going to go to the Butcher and the Boar reopened, or it's a new restaurant now. I think it's same owners, but a new restaurant. So we're going to go check that out. So maybe I'll have a review for you next week, but yeah. Other than that, I might I've watch been there. The new one. So I don't. That's interesting. You say that. I wonder if they had to shut down here last couple of years. Yeah, they shut down due to COVID, but now they're reopened, hmm. and I think it's a whole new vibe in there. All right. I think it's called the Butcher's Table, but don't quote me on that. Sure. All right. Well, yeah. Let us know. Okay. I looked up a couple other things. Tell me if any of these would interest you. Okay. Okay. Boom Island is hosting a 5K, 10K race. Have you ever done a 5K, 10K or anything? Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, you've ran multiple marathons, right? I've done the Grand Buzz as well as the Twin Cities marathons. Yep. That's right. And we ran that Vikings. Yeah, that was fun. That Vikings 5K. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Vikings host a... Uh... A 5K, and it ends up in U.S. Bank. It's kind of fun to run. They time everyone's 40-yard dash as you're running down the field. That was the best part because, like, usually at the end of, like, a run, at least for most people or or myself, it's, like, fun to just finish at a really fast speed. So doing it as a 40 was pretty sick. That was pretty fun. Yeah. Okay, well, this isn't in U.S. Bank, but it's at Boom Island, same vicinity. Okay. And they're doing, it's called the Hot Dash. Very Minnesota vibes here. So it's a 5K and a 10K, and everybody is supposed to dress like a lumberjack and wear (laughs) their favorite flannel to run in. And then at the end of the race, as your post-race meal, they're serving Minnesota hot tater tot hot dish. Yes. (laughs) That would appeal to me. I think that sounds amazing. That would be fun. I don't know about wearing the flannel, but I'm sure you can figure out something where... Because even if it's cool out, I think it's kind of nice to just wear something a little lighter and looser. But um, that post-race hot dish sounds sounds real good. Have you ever seen um, the Office episode where Michael Scott does the pre-race carb load? <laughs> <laughs> and he eats the pasta right before the yeah. race. Yep. Oh, and so he, he finishes last and he's like puking during the whole race and he's got cramps the whole time. <laughs> Refuses uh, water at every turn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's such a good bit. So yeah, the hot dash 5K on Boom Island. That could be pretty fun. Sure. Uh, if you're up north, Lutzen Resorts are having their family festival weekend. I'd for sure do that. And I think it snowed this week in northern minnesota so they might have some decent fresh powder if you are gonna try and ski yeah i won't make it up there but i've done late season like spring break lutzen where it was like a lot of people were skiing in like t-shirts it was kind of fun yeah um so although yeah i mean there's more ideal conditions but for for minnesota skiing i think nothing better have you ever done I don't think it's probably open yet. It's not I think they open it when the snow is all gone, but they have like that downhill race track where you're in like a go-kart. Yeah. Have you seen that? Well, like I've probably been there maybe once when it wasn't winter, 
and I did not try it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's, it's like, like the, a doesn't Spirit Mountain have something similar? It's yeah. just like a like a you know gravity um, roller coaster where you're just taking that thing down the the, the side of the mountain, right? Yes, but yeah. it's it's not a roller coaster. It's literally like a little go kart, right? On wheels with just these. But you're on a ba- track. You're on a track, yeah. but you just have these barriers, and kids go flying <laughs> off of it all the time. Yeah. It's a death wish. We'll have to get some footage of people going on that and just getting smashed. It's so scary. Yeah, I have never tried it. We'll have to do that. Actually, you and I, that, I think that's the one time that I've been in that Lutzen area during, like, I think it was fall. You and I were, weren't we by Lutzen? Yeah, we were. Yeah, I guess we didn't really drive up there to the to the ski area. But anyways, yeah, that one sounds fun. That one would be good if you're up north. That's this weekend. Yep. All right. They had one in February, and this is the last one, which kind of makes sense because I don't have kids, but everybody I work with does. So I'm learning that I think it's this week and next week, or the next two weeks, are is when everybody has their spring break. Yeah. So everybody's taking off work, and so that's a perfect time to have that. Be uh, buzzing on the mountain, I bet. Yep. Okay, the Wild play at home Saturday against the Blackhawks. Would that interest you? We better win that one. I know we should. I'm not going, <laughs> so you're welcome, Billy Garrett yeah, and the Minnesota away. Wild. <laughs> yeah. Stay away. So you should pull that one out. I won't even check the score until the game's over. I'll watch the little <laughs> five minute recap. I'll give it a watch. I probably won't make it there, but I do like going for the Blackhawks games. There's usually, I mean, I feel like when I go, usually Blackhawks are like having a good year, so maybe there won't be as many. But there's usually a good deal. Of, of uh, the visiting fans for those, those I was, Hawks games. I was surprised at the amount of Bruins fans last Saturday at the XL. Sure. There was a when they scored, it was pretty rowdy in there. Yeah, Bruins are also having a really good year, so maybe yeah, that there's plays those, into it. There's those uh, those fans that came out of the weeds that are yeah. all of a sudden big Bruins fans this year. Yep. Those fair weather <laughs> fans. Yeah. But a wild game Saturday afternoon at the XL is always fun. It's an afternoon game, too. Yeah, nice. it's at four. So, sure, you make a day of it, you hit up. We talked about seventh quite a bit. Hit up West Seventh. You can go to the game and then hop right back into Tom Reed's or something. <laughs> um. Last thing I have written down here, I think we've talked about this before, and you said you haven't been yet. The Loons play at home at Allianz Field on Saturday. Yeah, I have not taken in a game of any kind at Allianz. Allianz? Yeah. Okay, so. That's a great place, too. Uh, I've been there a couple times. We talked about it before when I was there for the All-Star game, and I didn't know the league we were playing. But (laughs) I've been there for a couple of Loons games, too, and it's a really nice stadium. It, it is open, nice. yeah. so dress warm, but it's really nice and up to date. The only one thing though, I'm surprised I don't have any like concerts there or any shows or events. Have you There's heard so of any venues that can do concerts now? So I don't know if they would want to or if there's additional infrastructure they need to have to host that type of stuff. Yeah, maybe. I but, don't know. Could make a day of it. I think the loons play earlier. This is Saturday or Sunday? This is Saturday, okay. so you could do a double dip. You could do the loons midday and then hop over to the XL, which is right down the road, and catch the wild at night. Oh, it is. It's a later a well, night game. Wild are at four. Okay. Loons, I think, are at one. Oh, all right. It would be tight, but you can make it work. A little double duty. Yeah. Then you go to butcher uh, butcher's table after. Yeah, there we go. Whole day. That's a busy day. It's expensive. Day. I was just going to say it sounds spendy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I got a couple upcoming events my uh, myself here that um, might t- tickle your fancy. So the first one is this weekend. It is a sort of gathering of all of the distilleries within the state. They're calling it a Made in Minnesota Spirits Tasting Event. That's this Saturday in Uptown at a place I've I don't believe I've ever heard of, but it's called the either the the Granada Theater might be the right pronunciation. And as you can imagine, you go there and there's 
all these distilleries there and you can try samples. That actually sounds kind of fun. Yeah. Is it one of those, do you think it's one of those deals where you like put the alcohol in your mouth, but you don't swallow? So you like <laughs> swish it around and then you have to spit it out so I don't you don't know. get is hammered? That, is that the proper way? So you can you can manage more options or, or, or flavors or yeah, whatever when, they got for, well, for you tastings can, there? You can swallow them, but yeah, when they do like whiskey tours and tequila tours at sure. some distilleries... That's the thing is you like swish it and then spit it and don't swallow a lot of it. Cause if you're going to sample right. 10 different things, you can't just rip 10 shots and be like, yeah, okay. I, I'm glad you said that. Cause I've never even thought of that. I, yeah. I think of it as a disrespect to the alcohol, but Hey, if that's sort of an accepted thing for these sampling gatherings, then I, I might have to give that a try. I stand corrected that. This is tomorrow, Friday, 5 to 8 at the, the Granada, could be mispronouncing that, but the Granada Theater in Uptown, and um, get a chance to, I don't even know, like, a, a whole lot of distilleries, but I'm sure you will uh, will find out if you end up attending this one. Yeah, so, that, that would be fun. The other one, sort of on a, a similar theme, uh, is the following week. I believe, uh, I'm going to double check, but I believe this one is indeed on a Saturday. Yes, April 1st. It's my birthday. Saturday, April 1st, 1 to 5 p.m., they are having the annual Minnesota Craft Beer Festival. So maybe some more uh, swishing around and spitting out you can do there. Nope. (laughs) For the beers you drink. Is that the one at the state fairgrounds? Uh, so this one is at actually indoors in the convention center. So rules out any sort of question marks on weather for you. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if they change locations year to year. I believe this is an annual thing that's been going on for quite some time, but they're going to have over 110 breweries there. You know what? I'm thinking of the beer dabbler. You probably are, yeah. That's they have at the that State one Fair. at the State Fair. I know they did one at uh, the St. Paul Saints Field yeah. as, one, uh, yep. as well. This is indoors at the Minneapolis Convention Center. That actually sounds really fun. Yeah, I, I saw a couple pictures of it because I've never attended myself. Um, and it looks packed in yeah. there. I mean, if you've been in the Convention Center, I mean, it is a big, big, big location, but you got 110 different like booths plus all these people there. I mean, yeah. I got a I mean, I saw the pictures. It's it's nuts. In the um, pictures is anybody wearing they always sell like those pretzel necklaces. Oh yeah, at the dabblers. <laughs> yeah, you see those in the pictures. Uh, I couldn't keep, see any, but sober. that's a good idea. It's a good tip for our listeners who are going to be going to this. So you can um pay 50 bucks to go. It's endless options and, and, and amounts, uh, so long as you can responsibly handle these these samples that are being uh, provided. And they do offer a $25 designated driver ticket if you want to just get that out of the way and, and not have to worry about parking and obviously driving home. The designated driver ticket. Yeah. Is it, what does that mean? Does that mean you can't I... drink when you're there, but you, like... It's half off to get in, but then you have to wear a wristband that says Wait, you're the Wait, I misinterpreted. Okay. I think I know what you mean. I wonder if that means, yeah, like, okay, we got eight people going. This person's not going to be drinking, so they only got to pay 25 bucks to get in. I think that's what it is. Ooh, that's and then you get a, And then you get a wristband. But, I mean, that's <laughs> got to be something that I feel like you could easily... Or I bet they X your hand or something. Oh, yeah. It's one no, of those... I, I took that wrong. I thought that meant like you could just get a ticket and there was designated drivers on call for you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, come on. This isn't a white glove event. <laughs> they don't have drivers on call. I don't know. All right. Well, well, we should have maybe confirmed, but I think Matt is correct that, um, sorry to say, if you are the odd man out or woman out as the designated driver, you still need to pay $25 to get in. Um, but anyways, looks like a lot of fun, especially if you're into craft breweries or craft beer. Um, there's so many breweries in this state now and every year they're adding more. So could be a good one. 
Yeah, that actually sounds really fun. I might yeah. give it a look. April yeah. 1st, so you're not kidding? I No, I'm not fooling you. Wait, is Easter next Sunday or is that in two Sundays? Easter, I believe, is that following Sunday. That's going to be like April 9th. Okay. Yes, okay. April 9th. So Easter. we're good because I can't be going to a... <laughs> Uh, one of those beer tastings and then be all banged up and wake up and go to Easter the next morning. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I was looking for some events. I think it's going to be a little bit of time until we start seeing like some maybe some biking, um, you know, trail riding, stuff like that. Trails need a little bit longer to thaw out and, and uh, you know, probably uh, drain as well. <laughs> Um, so it's going to be nice to see like some of these bodies of water finally get a a decent amount of like depth in them because they've been so low for the last year. Yep. It's going to be a long unthaw here. Yeah. Feels like coming out of winter. But the one other thing that I don't like before we wrap this up, Mm -hmm. one last little vent is when the sidewalks are wet because all the snow melts. So the sidewalks are wet and have puddles. So people take it upon themselves to walk on the side of the road instead of the sidewalk right next to them. That's a huge pet peeve of mine. Dude, I absolutely hate it. Busy road, everybody's flying down, and you're walking on the side or on the side of the road when the sidewalk's not when the sidewalk's right next to you. You don't want to use it just because it's wet. Use the dang sidewalk, or I will hit one of those potholes we talked about and spray you down. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I know what you mean. Yeah, I don't have a similar feeling just because, I don't know, maybe there's ice there and I don't want them to fall. But, yeah, <laughs> give them a good spray. I'm sure they'll, they'll be hardy Minnesotans about it. Yeah, and my roommate will, like, honk at them when he drives by <laughs> to give them a little scare, try and push them back on the sidewalk. Sure, sure. yeah. Alrighty, anything else for me? No, I think that's about it. I think that's a wrap. So, I'm not actually going to wrap, but thanks for everybody <laughs> for sticking around and listening. Um, we'd really appreciate it if you would go and, and like or leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on and give us a follow on Instagram at 10,000 Adventures Podcast. Again, 10,000 Adventures Podcast on Instagram. We'll be back next week. Hopefully between now and then you get a chance to get outside and adventure. Bye, everybody.